Hello, hello, it's Amy J, and welcome back to another episode of Brain Meets Mind. I am so excited for you to join me for this segment. Today's episode is one that has been long overdue, and quite honestly, I think it's a very important conversation that needs to be had. And with that, I invite you to join me as we explore why we're inclined to measure our success based on our productivity. Here we go. has a friend asked you how was your day and you responded with it's been very productive I finished tasks x y and z so it's going so well that's a response I have heard one too many times not only from myself but also from my peers in the program and especially my dad nearly every time I ask him how his day went He always refers to his work setting, which isn't a bad thing if most of your day was spent at work, but it left me wondering how many of us really refer to the tasks that we do every time we think about our success that day. I wanted to start this episode with the brain is wired to do blah blah blah, but before I did, I realized that it's not only our brains that have this intrinsic desire to be productive, but more so how we've been shaped by those around us, including society, media, school, families, all of those things that have led us to believe that we have to be doing something all the time. And rather than just doing something, it's more so that we have to be creating some kind of product for the greater world that allows us to be contributing human beings. Now, y'all know I have a very type A personality, and I've usually chosen academic programs that were known for their rigor. And with those challenges comes an increased workload, more late night studying, etc. And when I'm planning my assignments and studying, I usually put my tasks on sticky notes on the wall so that I can tear them up when I'm done. Makes me feel accomplished in some way, but I certainly have been getting to the point where if I have a single note left up there, I dwell on it the next day especially the next morning when I'm planning out tasks again, and then I think, well, if only I hadn't spent an extra 30 minutes on social media yesterday, I could have finished it. And then it becomes, you've got to be better about that. And then the negative self-talk kicks in. You're like, stick to your schedule. Why don't you finish it in the first place? And all of those like snowball effects. But then all of those ideas tend to overpower most of my memories from the day before. My mind suddenly thinks, oh, let's invalidate all of the nine sticky notes that you completed and focus on the single one that you didn't. And unfortunately, the measure of productivity here is something that persists well into professional careers for so many people. Of course, the brain has a natural tendency to be productive too. It's equipped with 86 billion neurons that help us think, plan, feel, move, speak, write, read, eat, and so much more. The organ itself is always doing something, even when we're sleeping. Memory formation, muscle recovery, elimination of toxins, and that's when that skincare routine really kicks in. And all of that is key overnight 
as our minds and bodies are resting. And it's not just our dreams that require subconscious thinking and visualization. As you can probably sense, the whole gist of this episode is that we tend to use productivity as a measure of success, but how we feel about our success also tends to affect our happiness. Way back in episode four of season one, I introduced you to a Harvard Business Review article titled Why Retirement is a Flawed Concept. Neil Pashricha talked about a population of people on the Okinawa Islands and the East China Sea who tend to live an average of seven years longer than the average American. They also happen to have one of the longest disability-free life expectancies on the planet. They have a unique social system where they're put into groups as babies that they grow old with, and they don't believe in retirement, which is the coolest part, in my opinion. They don't even have a word for it. Instead, they use a term called ikigai, which means the reason why you wake up each morning. So I started reflecting on this term ikigai, and I thought to myself, what are the tasks that I want to get done today, and then what are my intentions for doing them? This simple little change in mindset led me to understand the bigger picture. I went from saying things like, I have to read five chapters today, when I was especially dreading it, to thinking, wow, I'm so blessed to have this opportunity to educate myself and take in this information to the best of my ability so that I can improve someone's life years down the road. And that is how I went from taking seemingly burdensome tasks and turning them into my ikigai on a daily basis. So how do you break the cycle? Well, one of the key means is reshifting your energy to what matters to you and being intentional with how you talk to yourself, just like in the previous example. When journaling, I tend to write a sentence or two about the overall highlight of my day, and then I add an extra one if the first answer is tied to school or future planning. And with that second one that isn't related to school or my future, I push myself to fill the majority of the page writing about it. In this way, I'm still able to be grateful for the academic strides of the day, but I can also focus on something like sitting by the fire pit, eating a donut, or reading for fun, which I personally like to call the simple joys in life. As I wrap up, I really want to remind you that life is so much greater than being a functioning part of society. If you're not producing output that isn't helping someone in some way or another, it's not always looked favorably upon. But I hope that today's conversation will serve as a reminder that success is what you define for yourself, and different things make different people happy. Only you have the ability to make decisions that add light to your life. And hey, if that means taking an extra self-care day, watching another episode of your favorite show, or not doing anything at all that day, you got it. So that brings me to the end of today's episode, you guys. I'd really love to know what you think and how, if at all, you can relate to some of the ideas that we talked about today. I really wanted to take a bunch of neuroscience themes from the previous season and apply them to the bigger picture in season two. And so this time, I'm sure you've already started to hear a lot more about personal growth, development, and some of the more abstract topics that you don't always get to see in science. As always, my DMs are open for you to connect. I'd love to know your thoughts, but until then, I will see you next week.